Welcome everyone to a another episode of Twenty One Going On Seventy Seven. This is a, I think, first of its kind. This is a live post game reaction to the game we just watched. This is the uh, we just got popped. We just got popped by the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm joined again as I am every week, but you know, y'all actually gonna get us more than once a week here. With these post-game reactions, I'm joined with the brains of the operation, young SJ PhD at SJ Basketball Eight. We just got pop, man. But how you feeling? Um, I mean, it was a you know, a quote unquote bad loss. You know, you, there's no excuses when you lose to a team that's missing like three of their five best players. Um. So that's, you know, a little disheartening. But, I mean, at the end of the day, there are things you can pick out that you like, but there's obviously issues. Um, and I think this game for sure showed us that um, kind of what I thought a bit, that we are the sum of our parts. Like, we are. We have Luca, but we are the sum of our parts. So if one of them is missing, it throw, like especially one of our, like, key rotation players is going to throw off a lot. Like, you know, Frank and Davis being out, you know, they play spot minutes. So, you know, there's instances where you could be like, oh, we could, you know, use Frank here or we could use, you know, a Davis shot here. But they're not consequential, right? Tim, on the other hand, especially since he was sold to us as a free agent, you know, um, signing. Him missing, it threw off everything. And I think, um, I think people think the fix is simpler than it is. And what I mean by that is people are just saying, oh, you know, kids losing us games, you know, his rotation is questionable. I'm not denying that. Like, I'm not even saying that he's been perfect in his decisions and all that. But I think we're oversimplifying it. Like, genuinely, like, NBA rotations are hard. And like I said, when we're missing a guy like Tim, who eats up 25 minutes off the bench, it's hard to, like, replace that, especially when we don't have a a third stringer to just slot in his role for that minute. That's what New Orleans was able to do. B.I. was missing, Herb was missing, Zion was missing. They had guys that they could fill minutes easily. And it was like, you know, no problem for them. You know, a guy like Dyson Daniels, who's should be getting, he's a lottery pick, not getting any minutes. Like usually not getting any minutes. This was his first extended run. He looked good. You have Trey Murphy who could step up and play more if needed. You, Alvarado could play, you know, more a little bit. You know, Devontae showed he could play more a little bit. So they have guys that can play more if needed. Um, we don't. We don't have anybody on that back line. So you have to distribute minutes within our top guys. And the wood thing, it's just a hard fix because I. the problem is last year when we had, when we were playing two bigs, when we are legitimately playing two bigs in Powell and Kleber, that worked because they, I mean, there were different bigs, but they provided something like it was clear what this defensive scheme was going to be with them too. I don't think people are understanding how it would look to play wood for extended periods of times as the lone big on the floor. Like I, I think, cause that's essentially what we're asking for. And like I said, at this point, you know, it's early, but at this point, yeah, try it, whatever, what could go wrong. But I think people are oversimplifying the problem. The problem that we have right now with the bigs is that one, they don't complement each, like only two of them like complement each other and they don't play the same way. So with Wood, 
you obviously need to see minutes with him at the five alone because that maximizes him offensively, but he also needs to play with a big sometimes because defensively that's what, you know, maximizes him. But we're having issues with that just JaVale sucks. <laughs> so it's like you don't want to play him, but somebody still has to eat up center minutes because you're playing Wood as a forward as well in the lineup. So you see what I'm saying? So the problem isn't as simple as people think, in my opinion. But what do you think? Yeah, I disagree. Um, I think, well, let me be clear. I agree with you from a holistic top-down view, but I disagree about tonight. Um, like, yeah, Christian Woods just should have played 38 minutes if Tim is out. You just ramp up his minutes. Um, In game four of 82. I, that's where I'm disagreeing with everyone. So, so, I don't this, so this is where I disagree. Minutes. Last year was... Okay, shit, 35, but not 28. Like, five more minutes. It, um, I know it's game three, but this is a division opponent against a team we're going to be competing with for playoff positioning. Every game matters. Okay, okay, year. sorry to cut you off, but don't you see something fundamentally wrong if we cannot beat the Pelicans with three of their five play players or best five players missing? Well, by Christian yeah, Wood well, playing 40 minutes. We need Christian Wood to play 40 minutes for us to beat the Pelicans without Zion, well, the guy, well, and Herb. Is there well, is, well, I'm saying well, that, well, that SJ, reasoning? Is, SJ, that, is something not fundamentally wrong with the team? Are we just like, if you're if you think about it like that? No, SJ, we listen, man. Everyone thought I was in my feelings when we didn't sign Jalen Brunson. I thought this team would be mid. People probably thought we was crazy when we had them as the fifth or sixth seed. And here we are. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. We are we are fucking Tim Hardaway Jr. who ain't been good this year. A Tim Hardaway Jr. missed game from Faku Faku Compazzo playing real minutes. Like he played real minutes tonight. And Jaden Hardy fucking stinks. Like there he has shown nothing. Well, I'm not gonna say the young man stink. He ain't played. But I that's like I haven't seen anything from Jaden Hardy to where I believe he could play. And that's something like I'm not going to jump out the window yet. And I do think Christian Woods should play more. So your overall point, I agree with you. But you got to take it game by game. And with as much rest as we had, yeah, man, hey, shit happens. It's the NBA. It's a weird it's a weird league. Yes, he should have played more tonight to win this game. And it's not even that the minutes. It's, bro, we put did an offense, defense. We took him out the game, I think, at the three or four minute mark. And brought him back in at a minute 30. And that was allegedly a defensive, like defensive uh substitution. Every ball, every time they took the ball down the court and they did not throw the ball out of bounds. There was that one where he uh I want to say Devontae Graham threw it too hard to Trey Murphy and he fell out of bounds. They either got foul shots or they just made a shot. Like it was a positive defensive. Uh, it was a positive offensive result for them when we put our defensive lineup out there. And to me, like, listen, you, I'm not trying to jump out the window on Christian Wood too hard, but it is what it is. He was not, with Jonas out the game, he was not that bad defensively to where he shouldn't have been in the game. That was just a horrible idea. And then when we need one shot to win the game, I, I'm just going to ask you, because I thought it was crazy. 
but why wasn't he on the court? Just as, even as a fucking decoy. Because the Mavs don't run anything creative at the end of the game. That to me, that's a separate issue from the Wood thing, okay. right? The the what we do at the end of the games, that's just a whole separate conversation. That's been that's something that's been happening since Wood, you know, hasn't even been on a team. So I think that's a separate issue. And I do agree with you that it's it's kid is overthinking it in the sense that um in theory, yes, Maxi is a better defensive big than what is not close like that's you know that's just objectively true but it's not playing out that way in reality and this is where the the problem kind of lies because it's like okay if you put maxi in and he gets the stops that's cool that's expected um if you put maxi in and he doesn't get the stops it's like okay damn but if you put wood in and he doesn't get the stops it's like what did you expect kind of thing he's not you know that you know that's what i'm saying it's like i think we're oversimplifying it at the same time i think jason kidd is overthinking it if that makes sense and it's not an easy fix i don't like that's what i i'm I'm trying to harp on it's not like i i I truly don't believe it's as simple as it sounds no 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 i I agree agree should shouldn't be overthinking it so hard i think it's just both ways you have to find that right like pendulum swing that's like perfectly balanced and it's hard to do it's it's really hard to do which is why i'm like i'm hoping um wood can keep proving proving himself defensively because that's the only way we can fix it like the only to me the only way to fix this kind of imbalance with the or not only way i shouldn't say only way but the the easiest route that would be the cleanest to me is if wood can just prove that he can at least hold his own as the lone big right because that's the yeah. problem like a lot of wood's good defensive plays that i've been seeing is when max in the court with him <laughs> you know what i mean is when he's not the lone big um yeah you know how i feel about him being the lone big Exactly, and that's the problem that they're having. Yeah, like, and that's, that's, that's the problem I, that they're having. Something that I didn't, because Maxi finished the playoff shooting well. I just assumed he would do that again in the regular season. And he's back to bricklaying, and I gotta be honest: if Maxi is bricklaying, if Maxi shoots the same percentage he did in the regular season last year. There's no way this roster is currently constructed. We we we're not gonna be that good. Full stop. We there's no because there's no he's the key to everything. He's the key to keeping wood on the floor. He's the key to keeping a, a competent defense. Oh my god, my brother just texted me while Javel McGee couldn't grab me four rebounds. I guess he bet on Javel getting more than four rebounds. I would have told him not to do that. Anyway, um I just, I'm worried, SJ. I am, and I know, and I think would played more, we would have stood a better chance. So I see what you're saying, where it's not uh, as simple. But like, dog, that third ball handler is glaring. That has has nothing to do with Tim, like, cause Tim, like Tim ain't playing that well, and he can't, he he's not a passer anyway. Um, Wood didn't take a shot the last. I don't know, nine minutes, 30 seconds of the game because no one could get the ball to him. And there was times he would switch with a big where a better passer or a better table setter would have got him to rock. And this is what I was saying. Spencer, he, and this is what's so crazy. Spencer actually played well tonight, in my opinion. But Spencer's a bucket getter. That's how he sees himself. That's how he views himself. When he's the lone 
player. He's a bucket getter. He's not. He's gonna pass it to Wood off making a move to put himself in scoring position as opposed to making a good post entry pass to Christian Wood or doing a dribble handoff with Christian Wood. That's how. That's just not his game, and that's a problem because, like, I, even though he scored. It was just him. And I don't know if teams are defending us different because I feel like, am I crazy? But is Dorian getting open threes this year? Bro, Dorian has not been getting anything dating. Like from that Suns game, he got a couple, you know, threes in the Memphis game. But other than that, the they Suns. Sit, they sitting in, they they, in his lap. They're in his jersey, and that's the thing about playing deep into the playoffs and not tweaking your roster. There is tape on. There's a lot more tape on the Mavericks than there were on majority of the NBA teams last year because they played deep into the playoffs. And I I made this point um in in the group chat that our defense, like if teams play us smart. You can exploit that shit easily. You, you, we, you didn't say that on the pod Friday? I feel like you said that. That was just a group chat? I, 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 I thought remember. it was a group chat. I don't remember. It, it might have been a group chat. I don't remember, to be honest. But that's what the the Pelicans do. And yeah. that's the difference between the Pelicans and the Grizzlies. With the Grizzlies roster, they had a lot of guys that you don't have to worry about shooting. Because um, some of the looks like that a Trey Murphy got, and he cashed all of them. David Roddy was like getting that, and he didn't make anything like in our game um they didn't have much guys off the dribble with juice you know what i mean guys that were decisive in what they were doing the pelicans they knew exactly how to attack us it wasn't like they were trying to figure it out from off rip <laughs> they had a game plan get into the paint and once you're in the paint like i don't think i think teams after the warriors series teams need to realize like once you get past our perimeter defense into the paint, you're good, bro. <laughs> like you are fine. Like yeah. you are a hundred percent fine. And our wings were horrible. Like, and that's the thing; they were horrible at the same time. I feel like this was one of the rare games where Reggie and Doran were like both super bad at the same time. Usually, like you'll have a really bad game from one, but the other one, you know, is doing something. They didn't do shit, bro. <laughs> like, oh. not on defense. They were both getting cooked. And I'm not even talking about, like, you know, they were playing. Uh, Reggie was okay. Ishan CJ, he got baked a few times. They but getting, other than that. They were getting beat off the bounce, like, straight line drives. Yes. Najee Marshall. Yeah. Uh, was He was abusing Luka, too, in the first ha- quarter. Or in the first half, I should say. But, like, it was just guys were beating them. Dice rookies are beating them. Um, just off the dribble, and I'm like, that's that's the main thing too. I think people aren't talking about the defense. Like our defense is my worry for the season was it not holding up as much as it you know should. And the Grizzlies game, we were like, oh, ha ha about that. But like I said, it's it's or defense is not hard to like figure out. It's not hard to exploit. You you just gotta have enough guys who can score to exploit, exactly. it. and most teams don't. Most well, no. Well, okay, I shouldn't say most. Teams no, I won't say. Not. Finish your thought. My bad. I ain't gonna cut you off. Mm-hmm. No, I was just. I think you're right. We're on the same vein of it's. Their defense is not hard to exploit, especially if a team has multiple guys that could score. We saw that in this game here, and I mean, I was curious. I was just. It's just we have a lot of work to do. People thought, you know, I mean, a forty point win can make you delusional. 
<laughs> and you know it make everything feel good but at the end of the day we have work to do and i'm worried now i'm extremely extremely worried about what happens when someone's missing i think we, we, we saw that tonight and the fact that you needed tim to win a game against the Pelicans yeah, missing tim, so many people tim 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 let's be honest dog tim shooting 30 percent from the field and 27 percent from three and i know I'd rather took whatever fuck he was gonna do instead of Faktu Kimbazo. And uh to be honest, man, he could have checked in some of Dorian and, and uh Reggie's minutes as bad exactly. as they played defensively shit. Exactly. I'd rather give Tim give me give me let Tim get a world because y'all weren't playing defense anyway. Shit, thirty percent from three was better than what Reggie did. And I think he's a body eating man. I think that's what we're underestimating. We we're going like if guys are missing. You have to replace so many minutes and you have to give those minutes to people who probably shouldn't even be playing the minutes they're already playing. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, so yeah, then, we, you know what I'm saying? That was, so uh, have... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say we have no third stringer or, you know, good. Like the bench is deep, yes, but that's like the top half of the bench. Like we have, and not I'm not every team is like the Pelicans who just have a shit ton of third stringers that could just come in and, um, you know, play well. Not every team is that deep. So I'm not just saying this is as a Mavs, like just a Mavs problem, but it is an issue. Like you said, Faku had to come play, and we everyone knew this. People were talking about Faku like the 15th man. We all knew he was not no damn 15th man. <laughs> like come, and this is proof that one guy got out the rotation and Faku played immediately. Like played, played. Exactly. Played 13 not, not minutes. He played exactly. the same amount of minutes as Josh Green, mm-hmm. who allegedly was about to. Boy, don't get me started. Hey, man, you think Dwight Powell should have played tonight? Um, Every time I talk to you on a pod, I'm going to ask. I, that's going to be a question I ask you. Here's the thing I don't want to say you should have played tonight because I, I actually. Maybe. I mean, I would have... I, I gotta say, I hate JaVale McGee. He started the game horribly, but he was all right that second second stretch of minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say, the only thing that JaVale did that I liked was him, um, he bodied up on Valanchunas. He had some, mm. you know, big body, um, you know, defensive plays in the post on Valanchunas. And I know for a fact that White, he can't do that. That's just physically, physically, he mm. cannot do that. So I know that was good, but... Against some of them perimeter players, I'm I, Powell moving his feet. You know what I mean? Powell wasn't yeah. about to get baked like that. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna try to use hindsight. Um, that's one thing. I'm not gonna try to use hindsight and act like I should have known or we should have known this from before. So I'm not gonna say, oh yeah, Powell definitely should have played because coming into the game, no one was saying that. No one's thinking. No, that. I, <laughs> this this you know this I mean? this one Powell's matchup. Exactly, uh, exactly, which is why I thought this was more of a yeah, matchup. I, I think yeah. Powell should have played against the Suns, but this this game and uh, Memphis, that mm-hmm. one Powell's matchups. Exactly. I wasn't, I wasn't mad at that. I just, I'm just, I don't know. I think I don't think they like McGee. There was a McGee did something. What did he do? I think he missed a free throw. Yeah, he got fouled. There were I think Luca was trying to find him in the paint, and like he got fouled when he got the ball. He went to like as he was going up, so he went to the free throw line. And he like missed the first one, and the camera panned to Jason Kidd, and he looked and he looked super annoyed. He was like rolling his eyes. Was that in the first <laughs> quarter? 
Um, maybe I can't remember. I think no, I think it might have been in the second. Oh, okay. Maybe I, I know it was definitely in the first half. Um, okay. And he was just you know rolling his eyes like you know kind of huffing and puff, puffing and you look at his minute situation like McGee. As much as we talk shit, he doesn't have a long leash. They take him out pretty quickly. He, he like, don't play that much. And I gotta be yeah, honest, man. Yeah. I'm like, he he had me yelling at my phone. Uh, my son had soccer practice, so I, I had to watch the start of the game uh, at the park. And I was yelling at him while that was happening. But he actually didn't look that bad that second stretch. Like, I'm I, y'all, I hate JaVale McGee. Well, I hated that signing. I don't hate JaVale McGee. He I I hate the way people was acting like he was about to come in here and provide some real fucking defensive improvement. I hate that. That was just I don't know. It's, it's fans being fans. I'm 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 gonna chill out with that, but I, I just think people lied to themselves about what he really was gonna provide and they did because they didn't like power. Remember hashtag better than power. I know, man. I, was just being I know, but I, I, I don't want to sound. I don't want to feel like an asshole because we just fans at the same time. But it was just so much of this shit was just so easily foreseeable, and people just nope, nope. You guys are wrong. Jason Kidd will figure it out. Uh, he averaged nine points and six rebounds. Dwight Powell only averaged two and or whatever bullshit he put up in the playoffs. I'm like, bro. Y'all actually watch JaVale McGee like, man, he ain't what y'all think he is. He's just tall, and he, he got a little bit of bounce, but he's a 30. He about to be 35 in, like, two months. He – I don't know. I'm not even mad at him today. I'm going to keep it real with you. I he, he didn't play enough to be so mad at him. Yeah, you know I mean? and I actually think his second stretch of minutes, he was productive. Like, I liked what he was doing a little bit. Um, yeah. So I, I can't be mad at him. I don't. That's that's the reason why I'm so perturbed. I don't know outside of a trade or a roster change how you fix this because Tim. Like I said, this the reason why I was freaking out when Jalen left and they just got to talking about Tim is coming back. I love Tim SJ. Tim, I want to root for Tim. I want Tim to be back. Tim took less money to be here. Tim is a good dude. I love Tim. I'll hope and pray Tim get back. But that fucking foot injury has cooked careers. It has cooked, it has finished careers. It usually, uh, when an NFL running back gets that injury, he's usually cooked. That's, that's just all he wrote. So to me, depending on somebody that wasn't good when they was healthy in this system, who now is, what is Tim, 30 or 31? Uh, either way, on the wrong side of 30, that just felt like poor planning. That felt like poor roster management. Am I crazy? Am I being too hard? You're not. That's the problem is that I also felt like before the season that I'm getting, you know, increasingly worried about is that we don't really have stability outside of Luca and even Luca. Like he's a stabilizing force. But he's a little bit of a wild card in terms of like efficiency nowadays. I feel like Luca used to be super like outside of like threes, he used to be super efficient. Like um his second year he shot like what what was it, like forty seven percent from the field? But he was super efficient. Third year he was super you know, pretty efficient too. And last year I felt like his efficiency was like up and down, up and down. And this year, um, there's a lot of space for that too because he has to carry more of an offensive load so we might see a lot of a lot more up and down efficiency wise um but in years past 
and I would start to say like the last two seasons because that's when Jalen really like came on. Um, the past two seasons we'd had a stabilizing force in Brunson. Like he rarely the past two seasons I'm prefacing, you really had like stinkers from him. And even if he's not, like I said, the highs, you know, we said before, his highs are not, like, as high as maybe, like, a Spencer when he's, like, on a heater. But he's going to give you that solid 14 to, like, 16 points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you're going to get that most nights. Um, and, and it's, it's going to be efficient, too. Exactly. It, it's not going to be 5 for 16. What was Spencer last game? Actually, no, he wasn't that bad. He Spencer ain't been that bad. It's just he needs someone else who can pass to even get him easier shots, too. Exactly. And that's the like Spencer has just too much on his plate. And that's that's the issue that we're having. It's just I, I just think we have like really bad roster imbalance. Um, and like you said, it might not it's not going to go away without like a trade or something. Yeah. That's why I'm like with the menacing question with like. Like, even if he's starting, right? If you elevate him to a starter, what is like, I don't think, SJ, I don't think he can start unless he plays 40 minutes a night. Exact that thing. I'm so happy you said that. No, I like, I like, I know you and Bibbs have been saying y'all someone come off the bench. I want him to start because, look, man, if he's playing as well as he he is, we need him to want to stay. I know you disagree. And by the way, Charlotte got a lot of money. I think they would. Especially if they get off Haywood, I think they would pay him to play with. Oh, know. I didn't think about Charlotte. When we were yeah. doing the exercise, I didn't think about Charlotte. Yeah, so the point I'm trying to make, I want him to start. It's political reasons. But yeah. basketball, who the hell would score if Any he starts? Season. Like, seriously, I don't know who would score. I don't, I don't, I don't think Spencer and a bunch of bombs, because let's, let's just be real. Tim ain't, Tim ain't. Tim has not played well since the 2021 season for a stretch longer than two or three games. Exactly. So he can't run a bench unit regardless. Like it, Tim is not a running a bench unit kind of guy. Yeah. So shot creation. Yeah. So even if you got, even if you, what we were proposing was, uh, you know, you bring Spencer off the bench and then you start Wood or you start Tim. Either way it go, dog. We just not good enough, and I, I ain't gonna hold you. When Kurt was bringing that up in the in the group chat, I was like, eh, Kurt, you know, we, we got like nine dudes. Just a regular season, we'll be all right. Well, he was right, because I mean, it, it's just crazy. They they the Pelicans missing three of their four best players had a higher volume of good players than we did tonight. So they, it wasn't even close, actually. Exactly. And it literally was not close. They had a higher volume of talent, of talent missing three or four of their best players, which is crazy. Yeah, and that's that's my thing. Like that's why I keep telling like I, I'm I keep harping on the point that it's not as simple as people are trying to make it out to be. It's really not like you start wood, you how are your rotations looking like from there? Like I said, you cannot play this man forty minutes a game. Like, look at the games played in Wood's career. His his body's not holding up on that, <laughs> and you need him to play. That's why when people are like, oh, put Wood in, oh, why did you take Wood out, Baba? Is he going to play the entire second half in game three of 82? No, that's not going to happen. And if you need him to play an entire second half 
of game 82, then you have fundamental problems that you just have to address. <laughs> like, if that's the case. Well, I, I think we do. And exactly. I, That's what I'm saying. So, like, what, which way? Where are you pushing this? What are you advocating for? Well, um, play. Well, what I'm advocating is okay, maybe you go. Because to me, you got to steal every. I, I, I told you, um, every win, especially against a Western Conference team, matters. <laughs> I don't give a damn if it's game one. I don't give a damn if it's game 72. And I, you're right, holistically, but just be specifically for tonight, yeah, I, it's not as easy as that. I just think whatever your plan was, when you see that plan ain't working, you got to throw it out the window to try to make it happen. Now, with that being said, maybe kid is like, well, shit. If, like, let's say... This is my question I have for you. What does our record have to be after 15 games before the rotate, either for the rotation to change or for them to like make a roster move? Um, we'd have to be a couple games under 500. Um, and I'm not saying one game under 500 because at that point, they'll still talk themselves into being able to figure that out because we've had done that in the past several times. <laughs> um, I, but I think if we are a couple games under 500 and the West is, like, tight, like, if there's, like, at that point, I'm thinking after 15 games with how the West is maybe trending, if yeah. we're a couple games under 500, we'll probably be towards the bottom. I, I'm going to be honest, man. I didn't think – I'll say it. I didn't think the Pelicans was going to be that good. I didn't. And it's like, yeah, they're regular season – I think they're regular season good. I think they run in the same program. Ironically enough, that the Grizzlies are just with better players. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, it helps that you can stop. And here's the thing it's not all lottery picks. So I'm not going to go that route saying that. Oh, they're stacking their team with lottery picks. It's not all lottery picks. You got um, late picks. Yeah, Trey Murphy was 18. Trey Murphy was a, yeah, 18. Shoot, you got, shooting the blood out the ball. Yeah, you got, um, you know, Alvarado, who was undrafted, right? Yeah. Um, you know, so they have guys that aren't, it's not like they're stacking with lottery picks, but they do have a lottery picks just sitting in the cut. I mean, yeah. Dyson Daniels was just gifted, you know, he had productive ass minutes and he was gifted to Dude, them. he can play. He, he can play. play. He, would he, he would be. He would play on the Mavs. He would get. He would Josh what do you Green's mean spot. he would play? He would take Josh Green. He would play 20 minutes a night. He would play 20 minutes a night here. And that's, that's the difference. Do he even play for them every night when they he fully healthy? No, this was his first time getting an extended run. Yeah, like, it, it's. I'm not trying. I, I'm not trying to shit on Josh Green, but. I don't know if Josh Green has – I mean, this is his third game of his NBA career, fourth game of his NBA career. I don't remember Josh Green looking that comfortable. In... He's not. He has no offense. I think at this point um, it can develop more, of course, but it's not – I don't see getting to the point where it's um, interfering anyone. And I don't know. His defense isn't world-changing. He's, you know, okay on that end. Um, you know, good at times, but I don't think it's world. It's not like a Thibault where it's like um, even Thibault now is out of his rotation. Um, you know, on a rotation really, yeah. but it's not like a Thibault where you justify playing him because he was making impact. You know, defensively, Josh Green isn't like like I said, he'll have his moments, but he's not that guy where you're like you still have to play him regardless, which is why he got 13 minutes tonight. Um, I, I'm 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 not gonna hold you. I'm about to probably make the group chat spicy because I think 
like dog, if Tim don't play and you still can only get thirteen minutes. I... It's a wrap. It's a wrap. And I'm I just think and I'm not trying to overreact. I, there's a lot of overreacting going on in timeline and I just don't we, see the world anymore. We, we we get to do that. It's a bad loss. You got it. This is a no, 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 I'm not loss. saying no, but I'm just saying I don't want to partake in that because it's like at the end of the day, it's still it's a bad loss, but it's still game three of eighty two. We got so much more of this shit to do. I'm not about to waste a lot. It takes a lot of energy to overreact and complain. As a as a complainer myself, I, I know this. It does take a lot of energy um to overreact. Um, so I'm just not gonna do it for this particular game. Um, but I feel like there are things to really point out and to be worried about for yeah. the overall team. I, one thing I will say. I've been saying, and I'm mentioning, I feel we need to stop referencing the group chat on this pod. But anyway, you know, I've been saying in the group chat that my basketball brain and my fan heart are in Mortal Kombat over what this team is going to be. And I'm starting to think my basketball brain was right. <laughs> Every fear I've had has actualized itself, and I don't see a fix. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, this ain't just shit. The, the my my problem is, even if Christian Wood plays more minutes, okay, we still was in a fucking dogfight with these boys, missing their three best players. Even if we win the game, right? And like, dude, I don't know, man. I'm 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 concerned and that third ball handler because Spencer ain't played bad. And it's still blatantly obvious if you if you just box score watch you're like yeah Spencer balling and he did play well, but if you actually watch the game and you see how stagnant the offense becomes when it's just him out there, it's like yeah no you 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 need the other guy that can dribble, and it can't be Faku Kimpazo, and it's just blatantly obvious like I don't know man you might have to you might have to call up old Kemba. I don't think that's something you're going to be doing anytime soon, but after 15, 16 games, Kimba, I don't think Eric Bledsoe, it, it, it might need to be somebody that can, like, get a shot. Like, bruh, and Wood is good at, like, isolation scoring when he's guarded by, like, a big, or he has, they're not double-teaming him when he's posting up a a, a wing. But when they like really, really focusing on him, it's hard for him just to get his ISO shit off, right? So when that was getting taken away and it was just him out there with Spencer, it's like, yeah, it just involves Spencer doing a lot of dribble, dribble, dribble and shooting up setbacks. And that's, that's, he was making them shits tonight, but that's still not healthy offense and no one else is getting a rhythm. And it's just like, bro, he, he, he needs help. Spencer's, He's doing a great job for what he's been asked to do. And you can still just watch the games and be like, damn, this ain't enough. This ain't enough. But Yeah, he needs a stabilizing force piece beside him. But, you know, this is why in literally the we're just entering the second week of the season. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to be done, a lot that can be done. Um, even though we it feels like, you know, the walls are closing a little bit. Um, on some of the options, but there's still things to be done, like trade. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm not going like last year. None of us saw that trade deadline trade move coming. Um, at the start of the season, 
even when we looked bad, we still didn't. Like, we always talked about, oh, we need to do something, but we never thought we'd do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially that big, um, you know, training a starter um, or second, you know, what was thought to be our second best player at the time. Um, so this year, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what Nico has planning, um, especially given that they're not stupid as well. They can see that no matter what bullshit they feed us, they can see the limitations too. They're not stupid. <laughs> um, it's why they no. signed Faku. Um, it's why you know what I mean. They're not stupid. It's why McGee. They're not like just running with McGee because they. It's like it's not like last year. You look at the Lakers and how they were really playing DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they truly believed that he could have brought them something, and they were playing him over and over again until it was just completely clear that he can't play. It's not like that. Um, they're yanking him, you know, as soon as, you know, he puts up a stretch of use, uselessness, they're yanking him. So I think, um, I just think it's, it's, you know, go ahead, talk about how bad the loss is, but I think we should also put in perspective that it's super, super early for the hardcore doom and gloom takes, but nah, yeah, that's about all nah, I got. Nah, because the thing is like Reggie. Dor- they were sitting in Dorian's lab, but they ain't been sitting in Reggie's lab, and he was building a break house. Exactly. So I don't think that's gonna continue, and we be I like I'm still not freaking out as far as what I think. Like I still think this team. Uh, I said the team will be the fifth seed. You said they'd be the sixth seed. That shit's still on the table. I'm so confident those things are still on the table. Unless I'm, I'm giving it. I don't know, 15, 20 games. If we under 500 and we, you know, two, three games out the playing or in the uh, below the fifth or sixth seed, if we actually in the playing, then I get worried because I don't, I don't know from a rotation standpoint, like all the things we wanted to happen. Like, okay, maybe Josh Green develops. I feel pretty confident that's just not a a thing right now. Exactly, uh, and the roster was depending on it. The roster yeah, was actually depending on him. Yeah, I know it's early, but I feel pretty confident Josh Green is kind of who he is. Um, I already didn't believe in JaVale, and he's exactly what I thought he would be. It's funny. Christian Wood is the only person that has exceeded my expectations. I didn't think he'd be this good. I thought he'd be good. Oh yeah, nah, he's been dynamite offensively. That's yeah. I, and every time I see these hot starts, the the statistics brain in me. I'm sorry, y'all. I take a lot of stats. Um, but the statistics brain in me is telling me that um, like he's going to cool down at some point. And as much as I'm, you know, reveling in all this hot shooting, the stretch where he can't make anything is gonna come, and I'm gonna be so annoyed. Like that's just yeah. how I think about these things, and it's why when um. You know, our guys are breaking like Dorian and, and Reggie and all that. I'm telling myself, okay, the time where they are shooting really hot is going to come. So, so, and I'll be happy then. So I'm, you know, balancing that. But he's been dynamite. There's nothing you could um take away there. He's just been great offensively. And defensively, he hasn't been, like, horrible. It's not like he's just been terrible. There are lapses, of course, but he's holding his own. He's definitely holding his own. He, he, he is the... I hate to say that he's the one player, Luca included. Even because Luca, Luca's, he's Luca. He 
play well tonight, but in the second half, in the fourth quarters of games, he's making decisions. I don't know if he's tired. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just know what I see. He's been bad in the fourth quarter, the two games we've lost. Uh, statistically, I test. He just hasn't been good. But freaking Christian Wood, man, I, I don't I don't know what more we can ask of him. So play forty minutes a night. Exactly, and that's stupid. That's that's why I'm like if the problem it, is not as simple as people think. Uh, or the fix, I should say. A solution is not as Yeah. Simple. One of one of my big fears for this season why I didn't want to jump out the window with Christian Wood being our second best player. I think the most minutes he's ever played in a game in his career is like twenty eight. So if you put him in a position to have to play 35 and give him the usage we need to win, how's he going to hold up? And while he's playing good defense, playing 28 minutes, is he going to have a stamina to be able to get buckets and play that good defense? So, I, And I, I even get – like he ended up playing, what, 29, 30 minutes tonight, so I get it. I just with, – with Tim out, I feel you could have bumped it up about five. Yeah, and but... I and you didn't and you maybe start him and then pull him earlier and change like because I don't like he plays some long ass stretches. Maybe you could break that up a little bit. No, he does, but that's the thing you need him to because Luca's rotation messes up a lot. In well, that. Um, he's playing the entire first quarters and he's playing the entire third quarters. So in the gaps, you're you're needing scoring and. Yes, you're saying, oh, yeah, you're staggering Spencer's name with Luca. It cannot just be Spencer. Like, yeah. we've already seen that. It can't just be him. So, especially with Tim out, that's why with when a key rotation player is out, it throws it off so bad. Tim is out. You you need Spencer with Wood. You need, to me, you need Spencer you're right. with you're Wood right. more than you would need Luca with Wood because Luca can, you know, he can score a bunch of points by himself in a row. Like, we, we've seen that. Spencer, it's that's not so much of a given. So you no, if if you him. ask him to do that, you ask him for trouble. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, I I get the frustrations, but if you break it down, you guys want Wood to close. You want him to, you you wanted him to come in third before Maxi. You there's also the stretch where Lucas sits in the start of the fourth. Like I just said, it can't just be Spencer. So you need him to play there too. So that's so basically we asking him to play forty eight minutes. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm like. It's it's not as simple as you're thinking about it. Like if you tweak one person's minutes, you're tweaking the entire rotation. Like that's that's just how it is. That's why when they're like, oh, just we'll just put him in here and just start him here. Why did that? I didn't get the complaint about why Maxi came in first. Oh, because you knew he had to play for basically the rest of the third into the fourth and with some closing minutes too so like it's just the minutes thing is is going first it it needs to be fixed it's not it's not fine the way it is i'm not saying that it's fine the way it is (laughs) but i just don't think the solutions that people are suggesting are as easy to make without messing up other things i just think they have to figure it out quickly um because you know this is a another game where we're talking about minutes and rotations and stuff yeah. so, um, and like it's some of our parts guys cannot be missing because it looks like we're not going to be able to um pretty much recover especially against a good team yeah. it looks like we're not going to be able to you know tread water with like key rotation guys being out like i said it's one thing with frank and bertans those are spot minute guys um, even Josh Green being out, it will hurt a little bit just for as a wing to eat up minutes, but that's not anything. If Tim, you know, Spencer, 
wood any of the starters uh, except for like mcgee <laughs> because we have power i think power is fine um any of the starters except for mcgee if they miss time we are in a jam so hope they figure that out that's it and I promise that's all i got <laughs> for this game yeah <sighs> yeah i don't we just gotta play more games before i freak out too much uh because I mean, we wanted to. It, 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 I mean, whoop de damn do. The only thing that's just nasty is because they had dudes out. They had dudes out, and we had two extra days of rest. That and that—that's the part that bothered me. That's why I knew I was so confident and about us popping the Grizzlies is because, like, bro, they played three and four. We was coming off two days of rest. I didn't think we was gonna forty-one piece them, but I thought we would beat them. Therefore, same thing with this. They played, uh, what, day before last, night before last, and we had two days off. And for them to come out with more energy, that, that's that's inexcusable. Um, maybe the boys was getting it in on Bourbon Street. I don't know. I can't call it, but that's all I got for this game, man. We about to go to bed. Y'all hear from us again on Friday. Um, did you got anything else you want to get off your chest? Uh, no, sir. That's about it. All right, we appreciate y'all. Um, as I put, I'm I'm not time stamping this. I'm just gonna put we got pop and post it, so it's going right up. Uh, thank y'all for listening to this. Uh, yeah, we are gonna try to do this like maybe once a week. I don't think we have enough free time to do this for every single game, but try to get y'all one like that's the biggest game of the week, and I think this was the biggest game of the week. So. We got pop. It stinks, but we bounce back. The Brooklyn Nets don't play no defense, so that should be a competitive game on Thursday. We will holler at y'all on Friday. Peace.